I'm Bill. And I'm T-Dog. And this is Two, two Films, Two Curious, where the two of us watch two movies. And we're curious about them. This time, though, it's another special feature uh, that it, we're going to call... Uh, what do you what do? do you do, MC2? Oh. Because it's Iron Man 2 on this special feature. But, uh, as is the custom, before we get into the what do you do, MCU, we got some other things to take care of. Uh, first, thank you to our patrons on Patreon. Mm-hmm. All three uh, of them. All three of them. Co-tagonist Nick and Chris. And two films are curious alum Brenda. More on her later. Uh, we have a Patreon. Feel free to go there if you want. It's not a bit that we're saying three. You can do... We can have more than that. And that'll be fine. <laughs> um, another point of uh, notes, things to do at the beginning of an episode. Tell us what you're drinking today. I am drinking a Mosaic IPA. How do you like it? It's good. I am drinking LaCroix, grapefruit juice, and a splash of cranberry. How's that? Very refreshing. Quite nice. Uh, yes, quite nice. Uh, have you seen any movies recently that you want to talk about? Uh, oh, I saw both Moana and uh, Atlantis, The Lost Empire, or whatever the subtitle yeah. is. Because they're both on Disney+. Plus. I saw this for the first time just a couple days ago. Do you... Did you enjoy them? Do you think that you would have enjoyed them more had you seen them as a kid? I mean, you wouldn't have been able to see Moana see, as a that's kid. That's true. But um, no, I don't think so. And I had seen Atlantis at some point, but I when I was like a little kid, but I fell yeah. asleep or like I didn't know anything about that movie. <laughs> I remembered like what the characters looked like, and that's it. Yeah, I I quite love that movie. It's one of my favorites. Um, for I liked sure. it. I liked of the two. I liked it more. Although I, mean, although I also yeah. Mono was also really good. So. But yeah, I, I think Atlantis is a is a delightful movie. Uh, I don't think I saw. Oh, you know what? I saw Funny Girl, which is a um, Barbra Streisand movie. Oh, it's a musical. It was very good. Uh, was it funny though? Parts of it, I guess. That it. She's a she is a funny girl. She's a comedian and uh. a singer, and she wants to be a star. And so, but she's like, I'm not a I'm not a beautiful star. I'm a funny girl. But she falls in love with a real fucko. Oh. Uh, but I liked this one better than Showboat, uh, which is a movie I do not like, where a singing type person falls in love with a real fucko. Because at the end of Showboat, he's like, I've lost all our money. I gambled it away because I'm a horrible person. And she's like, I love you. And you're like, oh, God. And Funny Girl, uh... she, he's like, I gambled away all our money. And she's like, let me help you. And he's like, I can't. And she was like, I'm here to help. Like, if you tell me what you need, we can do it. We're here together. Anyway, he ended up, he got in some crime and he went to jail. And uh, when he gets out of jail, he's like, we need a divorce. You're like, I can't have you doing this while I'm in jail. Like, this is horrible and I'm sorry. And she's like, I'm going to, like, we'll talk about it when you get out of jail. And he gets out and he's like, I can't do this. And she's like, okay, I understand. And then sings a song where it's like, I'm never going to not love him. But also, wow. And I'm like, I like that. That's I like be- that and that's better. certainly better, yeah. Much better. I, I quite I quite like that movie. And the music was good. So, anyways, <coughs> let's talk about some more of our Friday movie questions. These are questions that I ask every Friday, predominantly to people I work with. Uh, but let's go with favorite song in a movie. Mine is <clears throat> Heaven on Their Minds from Jesus Christ Superstar. Yes. I love that song. And I love... And, you know, strangely, the first people I think of is Rush. Yeah. When it comes to, like, 
having the motifs it's just it's a symphony thing you have yeah. all the little motifs and the things and the first song that these musical cues come back later and i love how the heaven on their minds does that and i just love a sympathetic judas yeah that's why i loved last uh, temptation last temptation yeah for sure i wholeheartedly full-throatedly agree i like that song i have three because you have different categories. Yes. My favorite song that's part of like a score from a movie uh, is the Superman theme from the first Superman. Mm. I, As a Star Wars fan, it hurts to say that my favorite John Williams piece is Superman. But it's so good. It's so good. And it's not that I don't like other yeah. ones. Yeah. I, it's just I can I think I can definitively say that the Superman theme is my favorite. Just hearing it, it's it's the like, it's that Superman. It's that style of Superman where he's he's all powerful and triumphant and good and kind, and mm-hmm. thoughtful and strong. You know, and this the the theme reflects that that it's it's bombastic, but it's not assaulting. Yeah, it's not all over the place. Yeah, so I really like that. My favorite song that uh, a pre-existing song that's used as part of the soundtrack is "Try a Little Tenderness" and the commitments. It's the last song they sing all together, and it's so great, and it's so great in that movie. Uh, and I also really like... Oh, I've got four. Just kidding. Because <laughs> they sing that song in the movie. It's diet. So now you have your non-diegetic... Right. My non-diegetic <laughs> pre-existing movie, or pre-existing song from a movie, is uh, Welcome Home by King Diamond and Clerks 2, Yeah, which I love. Uh, and then also... I like that thing you do from the movie. That thing you do. I love that movie, and all of the music in that movie is great. All the music in that movie is super interesting because it was all written for that movie, but it's supposed to sound like, like it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like when you hear the songs, you can tell immediately. Not like oh, they're parodying this, but like oh, this is like this kind of music. Yeah, um, that just they just so perfectly got the music of the seven sixties in. It was really good really good anyways a question for you oh what is your favorite movie about school my favorite movie about school is currently eighth grade the bo burnham movie i loved that movie i think that a lot of movies about school often are like either a kid that's part of some like like either mainstream Mm -hmm. culture group or like an alt group or a kid that wants to be a part of one of those two groups. Yeah. And so while I identify often with the things that happen in those movies, I never really wanted to be a part of those groups in a way that made me near those groups. Mm-hmm. And I was never part of those groups. So eighth grade was really... I really enjoyed seeing a person, a kid who's just a normal kid. Like she's just... She's not like... She's not trying to be like an athlete or a cheerleader she's not trying to be part of the alt crowd she's just trying to be a to kid she's just trying school. to yeah. yeah and it's such 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 a good movie because everything that happens in it like at, Juno is a story that could easily happen but it's mm-hmm. sort of like wow look at this outlier and every other kid in school that didn't have something happen to them in Juno is is Elsie in 8th grade and it's such but it, it's so good that like the, the point of the movie is that that's a person that that's a that's a person that has their own story that's a person who's, yeah. who's their own main character and it's something that is it's shameful that we forget sometimes yeah i really liked it and i think everybody should watch it and i think that you should show it to your kids in middle school even though it's a rated r movie quote me on that run and tell that homeboy oh. 
and Bob Warren is just a amazing person, I guess. Yeah. Like like the thoughtfulness uh-huh. that obviously goes into his stand up specials that he does and the songs that he writes, his silly YouTube songs or whatever. I don't know, he just, he strikes me as like like a somehow more cynical modern like George Carlin. Yeah. Yeah, like there's a very similar... It's, it's the same, the, the incredible, like, insight they have into these things. Yeah. But obviously they're very two very different comedians. Yeah. Well, but you're right, though, that there is there is that sort of bridge between them that they have, they're both doing. And I think that yeah. they both... And I think they're just both products of, and doing comedy of the time that they grew up in, basically. Yeah. There's a really cool, there's a, a, a show called, I think it's called The Green Room. Not the movie The Green Room. It's something about Green Room. Um, but it's about... it's like That's the Nazi movie, right? Yeah, that movie's great. Yeah. <laughs> but um, there's it's a it's a show, it's like a talk show where they get comedians to come in um, and they just chat. Mm-hmm. And the Bo Burnham one was interesting because they were talking about like how Bo Burnham felt, felt weird for a while because he'd be doing stand-up comedy with a bunch of people that got their chops in comedy clubs and he's like I didn't do that I, I learned stand-up comedy on, from, on YouTube make, yeah, writing songs and he had said he's, he's like there were a lot of people that were like oh you don't know how to if you didn't if you didn't get heckled at an open mic night you don't know how to do comedy and like him and Kevin Pollock at, at, at almost exactly the same time were like have you ever read the YouTube comment <laughs> section like I got heckled and I got heckled like uh, with a harsher words so, anyways, let's talk about Iron Man two in this episode of my oh, favorite. You have to do your answer. I'm so sorry. What's your favorite movie about school? I'm sorry. We'll cut that out. We're gonna cut that part out. Is School of Rock? Yes, I love that movie. I also love that movie because not only because it has Jack Black. Yeah, but it's just a ha- it's like a happy, feel good, and it's not your your typical school movie. It's not about specifically about a student or the students it's also about jack black's character yeah and how he interacts with them and how a lie becomes a little bit crazy yeah you know what my favorite things about that movie is one of my favorite things about that movie every time man neosis stick it to the man (laughs) neosis i've never heard of that good because it's hell (laughs) no every time you call me at work or every time i call you at work you answer the phone say this is nudge newbly (laughs) i love that Anyway, yeah. How do you? Why did y'all just call me Mr. S? Uh, so what do you do? Ladies? What do you? What do you do? MCU two M two your face. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Iron Man two is the movie we're talking about. It's mm-hmm. the third movie. Yep. In the MCU franchise, uh, and it's <clears> solidly <throat> in the middle of Phase one right now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right, because we've got the rest of Phase One is just Captain One or Thor, Thor One, Captain Cap, America One, and, and then Avengers. Avengers. Uh, which I always feel like, with the exception uh, of Avengers Three, with the exception of Infinity War, it feels like the Avengers movies. I never, I don't think of them as the as in their phases. I think of them as the punctuation at the end of the phase. I mean, it really is. Except for in Phase Two and Three, we have a kind of P.S. Yeah, phase that's true. Phase two I guess, has yeah. Ant Man, and then yeah. Phase three has the new, the newest Spider Man. Yeah. So it's like a, it's like a, a, a parenthetical <laughs> after the function. But in this one, it is. Yes. In this phase, and we'll talk about that when we get there. Do you have <clears throat> some fun facts for I us about Iron Man two? About Iron Man two. 
Excuse me. At around 47 minutes, they show a photo of Ivan being arrested that Tony Stark looks at while he's doing his research. Yeah. This, isn't actually a, this is actually a photo of Mickey Work when he was arrested for a drugs charge when he was younger. <laughs> <laughs> That's super interesting. I That's really perfect. like that. Yeah. Use, if there's a photo exists, why yeah. not use it? That's super neat. Um, this one, we'll, we'll talk more about this. Uh, John Favreau had a lot of friction with the Marvel higher-ups due to their constant intervention to the point where they were having him rewrite the script of the film as he was shooting it. Ooh, which is it's very similar, but exactly the opposite of what happened in the first Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> in particular, elements such as increased prominence of S.H.I.E.L.D., the subplot, or increased the prominence of the S.H.I.E.L.D. subplot so that they could establish the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it was kind of at the experience of the coherence of the film's plot. Yeah. And these disputes got so bad that Favreau turned down directing Iron Man 3. I don't blame him. That's rough. There was a lot of... I don't know if this is your fun, other fun fact, and if it is, I apologize. But there was a lot of disputes even past that where Terrence Howard getting yeah. hired... That's and why we just, have a new Rody. The confusion about, like, if you... Like, four or five different people have four or five different reasons as to why Terrence Howard didn't come back. John Favreau didn't like working with him. Terrence Howard needed... He, he They weren't, they wanted to give him less money because his role was smaller, and he said no. Terrence Howard was like, I wanted to be in it, and nobody said anything. Um, so it, it's a little up in the air as to what happened exactly there. But then, he said, she said. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Samuel L. Jackson almost wasn't in it either because they couldn't finish getting his contract worked out either. Yeah. that that I saw that fun fact, but that's not one of the ones I was okay. going to say. So. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson dyed her hair red before she even got the part because of how badly she wanted the role. <laughs> good for her. She's so yeah. good in it, too. Oh, she is. At around one hour and thirty minutes, the Sam that rock that the dance, the Sam that dance Rockwell does. I mean that works. <laughs> before presenting the drones at the expo was improvised and something that Sam Rockwell does to help get himself into character. Yeah, have you seen he did that at he did that when he was on one of the Tonight Show Fallon's Kimmel. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah, did the dance there, and he does it a little bit a lot in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always forget that he's in that, and I love him. So I love him in, good that. in that. It's funny how uh, Hammer is is just Zaphod Beeblebrocks, but smarter. Yeah. <laughs> more more human. Yeah. Which is surprising because yeah. neither are particularly human. <laughs> and then the last one. It's been confirmed by Tom Holland, who plays Peter Parker, aka Spider Man, mm-hmm. um, that the little boy at the Stark Expo. That's wearing the Iron Man mask. Oh that, yeah, like shoots the repulsor blast, but Iron Man was right behind him. Is actually Peter Parker. That's cool. Which is obviously such a retcon, but it's still good. It's good. I like <laughs> it a lot. Yeah, I like that a lot. Because he was in New York, and it's a little. He's the right age. Like, yeah. why not just? Yeah, and you can you can imagine that that like Aunt May like saved some pennies to be able to get him there. Yeah. And he was just so or excited like to be there. Or like a thing because, he, yeah, was, he, yeah. he has such good grades. He's a smart kid. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like it a lot. Uh, so as I was watching it again, uh, I forgot. I think that, like, I know that there are other MCU movies with swears in it, but I feel like this is the most, like, brutal slash vulgar of the MCU movies. There's a lot, like, people... Uh, oh, this scene that I was that I was telling you about when I was messaging you yeah. about it in yeah. where... So they're they're trying to show off all of the other people that are trying to build Iron Man suits, 
and the one that Hammer is building, and there's a guy in it, and he's like, all right, now turn to your left, and the body, like, twists all the way around, well, and you can hear him. don't move. No, and you can hear him <laughs> screaming inside the suit from the video, and Hammer is, like, trying to turn off the video, and goes, like, shit, shit, shit. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I mean, it's, it's a PG-13 movie, and it's fine, and it's an MCU movie, so it's something that I wasn't, like, it shouldn't be necessarily a surprise. Like, in yeah. both Guardians movies, I think they say dick. But it was, it, I had forgotten that that was in there. And it feels like, I mean, there were like, Mickey Rourke's character is just like fucking people up. I don't know. It felt like, it felt like the closest we would get apart from the TV shows of like a, mm -hmm. like whatever formula they used to build Iron Man 2 would be fine for a PG-13 Punisher movie for the MCU. Yeah. A little darker, but... And it was, it was almost jarring because I can't think of... Even Iron Man 3, which is probably the darkest story of the Iron Man yeah. movies, does not feel like a more brutal movie. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was an interesting <clears throat> difference between this and the other ones. Yeah. And going back a little bit to the fun fact, all the, the S.H.I.E.L.D. subplot that we have, that's Nick Fury's in it and not just, like you said, at the end of Iron Man 1. Right. That this is really when it starts to feel like and like the MCU. Yeah. At least like story wise, not yeah. necessarily the tone. It's still like you said, it's darker. It's not quite where the very formulaic, but also still very good yeah. MCU type of humor and story beats that we have. We're not there yet, but now this is like definitively. This is a whole thing we're gonna do now. This yeah. is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's not. You know, an after credit scene that ties it into the other movies or ties it into future movies, like yeah. with Shield, and then end up into Captain America, into Avengers. Shield's a little bit in Thor too. They, sure, they're around the hammer. Yeah, in fact, actually, I was gonna say I think that um, there's a there's a thing on TV tropes where they talk about like uh, the first instance of a trope is not always the thing that is the like the trope codifier or trope namer. Yeah. Um, that retroactively you'll go like, oh, this is a thing that got really big in this thing. Oh, but they did it before too, but it yeah. wasn't as big. And I feel like Iron Man 2 is the first MCU movie and we didn't realize that until Thor or Captain America. Yeah. Because yeah. you're right, Thor, I mean, that just the whole operation around when they find the hammer and, and Thor and Agent Coulson do the Superman in jail scene mm -hmm. uh and, and hawkeyes then, and thor and hawkeyes and, later which yeah is a minor role um but then in captain america you've got howard stark as like mm -hmm. doing stuff so i feel like yeah I this, it's retroactively right it's it, the first mcu yeah having seen them all before and then going back to iron man 2 you're like oh okay like these are the things have you just seen iron man 2 it would feel like a sequel to iron man 1 and maybe yeah. not even like you could watch iron man 1 and 2 easily without watching hulk oh yeah it's not even necessary but i feel like the further you get into this thing the more you need to have seen of the other movies and i feel like thor or captain america might be one of the first steps where like you can watch them fine without having seen the other ones, but you're gonna miss some stuff. Like yeah. there's gonna be there's yeah. gonna be like there's gonna be a pause after a line, and you're like, I feel like I missed a reference there. <laughs> so, I'm the movie I'm most excited to be talking about with the MCU is Age of Ultron because again, it's not really related to Iron Man two, but in the same way that retroactively that movie is a lot better than it was when it first came out. Yeah, you because have... of the things that it sets up that. Then we're just like, oh, what was that about? Yeah. 
But now you see, oh, it connects to everything else. I'm excited to do that too because I, I, after you said that, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But I haven't watched it since you mm. said it. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I think I may not watch it until we get to it, which is going to be it's, a while. Yeah. But yeah, um, I'm interested. be the end of phase two. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to finish, well, we'll finish phase one probably at the end of this year. What do we got? Uh, August, September, October, November, December. Five more movies and we've got three more in the in, in phase one. And then the first two of phase two, so we're we're on our way. Yeah. But, anyways, uh, there was another thing I was going to say about it. And I can't remember what now. Oh, it did a thing that a lot of sequels do that I hate. What's There's that? two bad guys. Yeah, they really. They do it a, a little bit differently in this. Like one is like the financial bad guy, and right. one is like the actual physical fighting bad guy, right? But yeah, it is. It's a two villain thing. And uh, it's like they have to raise the stakes. What's the is it Prodzd or whatever his name is on the Twitter who oh, makes a joke about yeah, how Eve. yeah the, the all the bad guys especially in the first phase of the Avengers movie all of the bad guys are just evil versions of the yep. good guys. So yep. Obadiah Stane is just a bad an evil, evil Iron evil, evil Iron, Iron Man. Man and Iron Man Two is a different kind of evil Iron Man. The bad Hulk is the evil. He's evil bad, Hulk. He's bad. Abomination. <laughs> so, and I don't mind that so much, but I do. I it's a cop. It feels like a cop out sometimes. We're like, it's the second yeah. one. We gotta go bigger. We gotta go badder. We yeah. gotta have two of them. You're like, uh-huh. you don't though. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen. I mean, they don't do this in in. Captain America Winter Soldier so much which is not my favorite Captain America movie but I love how it's tonally an entirely different movie oh, yeah. Iron it's, Man 2 would have been movie. so interesting I don't know if it would have fit and I don't know if people would have liked it but I would have loved to have seen a movie that was that the only bad guy was Hammer yeah like that would have been cool like just Iron Man you can't fix this one with your suit I mean kind I of guess thing. but then that is an evil evil Tony Stark I mean it is and it's still it's still the same problem but at the very least he's not it's a he's not of using the, of the alter ego and not of the right know. and he has to Iron Man can't be Iron Man to stop that one mm-hmm. he can stop all of the drones that Hammer mm-hmm. makes but he can't stop Hammer with an Iron Man suit not legally at least so can't be a vigilante nope not yet not yet yeah, vigilantes. Spider-Man is obviously still a vigilante in all yeah. of his movies, although it's played up a lot less in the MCU than it is in the Amazing Spider-Man and the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Of like, yeah, that he's extra that, law. Oh yeah, that the cops don't like him. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think I don't think we have anything else to say about Iron Man Two. Although I guess to say that. Honestly, it's not my favorite. I think that it's bottom tier for me. I enjoyed watching it, and I would watch it again. It, I own it, and I'm disappointed that I don't own it on Blu-ray. But I'm not like... If someone was like, hey, name your top ten MCU movies. You it's wouldn't not even be think eight. of it. No. I would think it's... of it because I would try and name them all so I could figure out which ones to pick. <laughs> I'd be like, Iron Man 1, Hulk, Iron Man 2. I <laughs> <laughs> it's... They really did that with two of the the big three of our Captain America yeah. Thor and Iron Man that Iron Man 2 and Thor 2 are just kind of weak yeah comparatively and honestly and, after having watched Thor 2 after hearing everybody's crap about it I'm like oh, oh it's, this it's a lot bad. better than yeah it, I think it's better than I think it's better than Iron Man 2 
Yeah, I'd have to watch it again, but I could I could see an argument. But it, that. it's it's just the tough part of doing the middle act of a trilogy like yeah. that. Yeah, Captain America tie in tie in from last <laughs> last time. With Captain America, it's easier because the second movie is so wildly different. Yeah, and, and the, the third, third one is, is entirely... Movie. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not just Captain America. Yeah, so... Right, yeah, Captain America 3 is Iron Man 4. And Friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I think I think that's it. Uh, our next episode is a special. Not a special two feature. Films, but it's a two films, curious. three curious. Uh, with a long-time listener co-tagonist amanda in on the ground floor in on the ground floor uh she'll be joining us for uh alien and royal tenenbaums as we talk about uninvited guests so be sure you're if you're one of those people that wants to watch movies before we do it watch those movies Mm -hmm. in the next two weeks and also the next MCU movie for What Do You Do MCU is uh, oh. Thor. Yeah. So we had a nice after credit scene of a hammer just sitting in the middle of the is it New Mexico desert? Yeah. yeah. He, they also say something about it in the middle of the movie because mm-hmm. Coulson's like, I gotta go, I gotta go to New Mexico. Um, there's a thing there, and Iron Man's like, Oh yeah, I saw the whatever hammer or whatever. I, you know, he Iron Man lets on that he knows yeah. what's going on. So. But yeah, so anyways, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, visit us on Facebook and Patreon mm-hmm. and wherever videos are sold. And uh, stay curious. And we love you. And we love you.